Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day, but if not, you're about to. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. If you've ever wondered what it was like to work on a cruise ship, well, this is what we're about. Old and new crew members telling their stories in their own words of what it was like to work on a cruise ship. So come on over to the pool bar, order up a hurricane or a rum punch, sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Story. Hey everybody, welcome back to today's episode of My Ship Story. Well, today is going to be an exciting episode because we are almost all the way around the world here. With uh, We've got Gerard from, he's in South Africa right now, and we've got Anita and she is in Canada. Eric, you know, is in Tennessee. Brad and I are in different parts of Oklahoma. So I think we're going to circle the globe here. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be pretty fun. So before we get to uh, Gerard and Anita's ship stories and stuff, uh, uh, let's check in with Brad and Eric and see what's going down in your neck of the woods. Eric, what's happening? Hey, not, not much. Same old, same old. I'm still trying to get the pool clean. I can't seem to be able to get that damn, it's still a little green. So no matter what I do, it stays green. And I put like so many different chemicals into that damn thing. It's We can't stop Eric from bragging about his pool. Oh, I'm not bragging about it. It's just a pool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been like the, it's weird. The whole summer, it's been fine. It's been great. I can go swimming all the time. And then just like the last week, it's started to turn a little cloudy and greenish. And no matter how many chemicals I put in it, it doesn't seem, nothing seems to work. That's, That's okay. the same I'm sure problem you, I have with myself. I'm just no matter how many chemicals I apply, it just never gets any better. <laughs> well... Yes, we've seen evidence of that. Uh, Brad, you know, a couple of days ago, it started to get really cold. Like, it was really nice in the 80s and 90s. And today, it was 52 degrees when, when we got up. Wow. To, and it's muggy and raining and stuff. So 38. Thir- 38 where you are? Yeah. Wow. That is, that is crazy. It Two was days 90. ago, it was 90. Yeah, it, it's 90 still in the yeah, we're still in the 90s here. It's still in the uh, 90s. 90s. You haven't got a a, a cold blast either. No, yet? we're not getting it. It doesn't. It is not making it all the way to us. So even though we're not that far away, we're just uh, wait Oklahoma. I'm trying to think of a map. So it's just Arkansas between us. Well, hey man, I'm ready to get started. Yeah, yeah This yeah. is exciting. We've got this international uh podcast yes going well, on tonight so this is this is exciting it is going to be fun i've been looking forward to this since i connected with anita online through i can't even remember how we connected where did we connect facebook 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 somehow something and, popped and then, up on facebook and i was like huh ship uh, stories huh yeah yeah <laughs> i was like ship stories you working on ship you need to be on yeah let's definitely get into uh what this podcast is all about this is a podcast about when while you're working on a cruise ship and all the craziness stuff and we like stories from from everyone and every line and stuff but uh, today we have um, Gerard you're gonna have to pronounce your last name um, it's Aiton Vierde that's actually also a very scarce surname so <laughs> I wouldn't expect yeah, you to not well, gonna even attempt that one Gerard from South Africa are, now are you in like Sun City or is it Johannesburg or I'm in Cape Town Cape at Town? the moment Cape oh, Town cool. okay that's excellent and Anita party is in canada what part of canada vancouver canada yeah vancouver's Yay. cool i love vancouver, vancouver. beautiful yeah, city yeah yeah that's yeah. A beautiful city that's for sure Lots i have stuff. to yeah, yeah. i have to immediately start out and i know you're probably ready for this but i can't oh. i can't let it go your name uh, <laughs> anita party that's got to be the most perfect name that Thank does you. does anybody does anybody like really is that your name for let me see all the time every day and i can't tell you when i was in university how many people were like show me your id 
let me buy you a beer. So, <laughs> yeah. not a bad name to have. No, it's not. Because I, when he told me the name, uh, when, when Scott told me the name, I was like, that's not her name. That, yeah. There's no way. There's no way that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> Every person, my wife, I was like, she's like, well, who are you going to have oh, on? I'm like, well, there's a, there, there's a girl named, her name is Anita Party. And she was like, I go, no. it's her name. I no. think it's her real name. And she was like, no. That is the most awesome thing. You have to be like, Anita Party needs party to, you know, I can't even imagine the party life with Anita. Well, I've spent, I spent many years living up to it. So go figure yeah. I would go work on a cruise ship, right? Yeah, a perfect, perfect combination. Yeah. Gerard's like, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I think I think when we first met, he didn't believe me for about two weeks. Yeah. Like, that's not your name. So, so where, I mean, where, where'd you guys meet? Did you meet we, our actually, we met on my first ship, the Dampman of the Seas. What was your first ship, Gerard? In Dampman of the Seas as well. Oh, uh, we met on the ship. And we kind of met there. She doesn't really remember, but we kind of like had a few parties together um, on the enchantment. And then by chance, we actually worked on our second cruise ship together as well. That's where the friendship really blossomed. <laughs> and what year was that? When when did you, you all join ships? Yeah, 2000. Yeah. I joined in March 2000. That was this my is first great. Long... This is great because you guys were just starting when we were just ending. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Passing the torch. Yeah. Oh, we said, <laughs> guys, and um, listen, we carried it well. We, we filled the ship. <laughs> We tried. We tried. <laughs> awesome. Now, now, did you uh, um, on your second ship? Did you guys uh, date on ships or anything? Or yeah. <laughs> briefly, briefly. I think, <laughs> we I think that's friends. a. I think that's an edit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did date very briefly, but you know what? We soon came to realize that we were really good friends, and it's kind of neat because after twenty years, we're still friends. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's strange because we haven't seen each other for twenty years, and I was planning a trip to South Africa as soon as I could get out there, but with this whole pandemic thing now, yeah, everything's off. Actually, we have seen each other. We, I did a princess oh, yeah, in Vancouver. I stopped yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Now, Gerard, are you yeah, still on ships or, or or just because of the COVID thing you're off? Pardon, you broke up a bit. Are you are you still on ships recently or are you are you both have been off for a few years? Yeah, I stopped in uh, 2015. Um, I came back to South Africa, but in between cruise ships, I started a yachting career. And I went back for another two years to ships, took a break from yachts, and I'm back on luxury yachts or super yachts. So at the moment, um, I'm on a private vessel based in Cape Town. And um, I'm captain actually at the moment. So. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's pretty and, cool. And so what what did you all do on board just so that we get an idea of, of, of what I you worked a, and where you worked? I was a photographer and then I went to port and shopping. Um, so that okay. the shopping. And what did you do before uh, before ships? High school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Anita? I was, young, I was 18 years old when I joined and turned 19 on my first ship. So really? Was, okay. Wow. I didn't think, I thought that at some point they wouldn't hire anybody until they were 21. Like they, I know that there was exceptions. Like I worked, I worked for a while at Princess in, the, in their corporate office, and the only staff that were allowed to be under twenty-one were dancers, part of the review cast, or the if you were um, a, a cadet, a, a deck and engine cadet. Those were the only ones that were allowed under twenty-one. Yeah, I was very lucky. Um, I, being a photographer, I worked for a concession company. They, I was the second person that they hired that was eighteen years old. Actually, the guy that interviewed me started when he was eighteen, so they made a bit of an exception so it made it a little bit hard 
um, obtain alcohol on board, but right. well, there's always don't manage yeah, yeah. to do it. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, if you're on board, there's always a way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Anita, uh, what did you do on board? Uh, I started off as staff. So okay. the way I got on board was that I finished my first university degree and I had the this newspaper called the Georgia Strait open and there was an ad for to work on a cruise line. And I went for the interview. I got it, took off, scared out of my mind, but, you know, made the flight to, where did I go? Fort Lauderdale, got on board the the enchantment of the seas and uh did you staff for most of my contracts but then there were a couple of stints where they put me in as dj and that was a lot of fun dj party oh, cool. yeah yeah, DJ party. yeah. <laughs> that's perfect and i also did a one more stint maybe two stints as a cruise staff and then uh tour tour what were they called tour staff uh, tour, yeah tour staff or shore excursion stuff shore excursions yeah 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 just curious because i know some of the recruiters out of vancouver um who hired you? Do you remember Kimberly. who you interviewed? Who was Kimberly it? Kimberly Kyle. No, I don't. Not on. <laughs> she, she, I think she's she's still doing it, and she she's been doing it for a long time. She's one of the big ones. And then the other person was Heather Hawthorne. Well, that's the one I know. Yeah, yeah, she's a princess. Right, yeah. So I've known, I was, so for a while I was in charge of recruitment for Fleet. So I knew, got to know Heather very well and would go up there. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, we definitely had a lot of fun with the, uh, um, actually the view staff we used to, in between shows when we were working the, you know, the review shows. So we would run up there with the crew staff and devour, you know, 30 of these little, you know, pizzas and, and run back down and do another show. And, you know, that was to kind of, get us ready with all that bread and carbs and stuff to soak up the alcohol that we're about to consume after the show. Well, what we used to do on some of our ships is that we would have a full-on youth staff party for all the crew, and we'd usually do it up in the teen disco. So we'd actually do not only all the games that we did with the kids, but man, the floor was like sticky with probably about an inch of alcohol in the morning when you came <laughs> came into work the next day. It was insane. We have some good parties up there. That's uh, for sure. Did you ever go to a USAF party? A lot of times went to a USAF party. It wasn't, I mean, it was just kind of like all the kids are gone, uh, come in, you know, for an hour, we'll lock the doors and they had their own disco and, and all this kind of stuff. But the, they'd open the bar and the disco and, and, you know, we had pretty, uh, pretty good throwdowns in there. There might've been a slip or fall on the, on the, mm-hmm. on the dance floor a couple of <laughs> Don't go in the ball pit. You don't want to know what went on. Oh, no, no, no. Everybody knows the ball pit is like, is just all bacteria built up in those ball pits. I think me and Jordan made out in the ball pit once. That's why he's smiling so much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, damn it. (laughs) <laughs> Am I blushing? <laughs> well, hey, so uh, let's get on with a story or two. So um, I guess we'll start with our, our, our main guest, Anita, here. So tell us a story, um, good, bad, ugly, funny, crazy, whatever story you have on whatever ship. Hi, my name is Anita Party, and this is my ship story. So this is probably the story that uh, I tell most people when they find out that I worked on cruise ships. And I am going to help Gerard to fill in some blanks because it's been quite quite a long time because he was right there beside me. And that's, that's why I asked him to join us because that contract on the Nordic Empress, we, we had a great time. And I'm so surprised we didn't get fired. <laughs> Many was that the prince over. or princess yeah. empress or prince nordic empress okay. nordic empress yeah so back back in 2001 we were uh getting ready for formal night and i kind of had my formal dress half on and all of a sudden somebody comes on the pa and we all know what the codes were bravo 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 comes on oh PA. that's right but the way that the woman said it wasn't bravo 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 it was this panicky panicky voice <laughs> 
screaming into the microphone going, bravo, bravo, bravo. And so kind of went, huh, doesn't sound right. So doesn't I kind of sound like a drill. No. So I kind of opened up my uh, cabin door and all of a sudden I see like about five Filipinos flying down the hall with their life jackets on. And I'm like, this ain't good. Aye. This can't be good. So I, I pull up my dress. I go around the corner. I go over to my friend. Uh, her name was Disco Deb because we all had nicknames in the kids center, right? I was Princess Party. And uh, I whip up her, open her door and she, she's got her formal dress on and she's got a bottle of absolute vodka in one hand and she's got package of Marlboro lights in the other and she doesn't even have her life jacket so I grab her I grab her life jacket I'm like run so we knew that we couldn't take the the elevator so we beeline it down the I-95 and we came to a dead stop because all you could see was black smoke just coming out of the stairwell oh, wow. oh my god and it was so thick that you couldn't see the end of the hall and we're like uh-oh now it's real Okay. And where, where was it coming from? Engine room. Okay. Uh, so basically, there, the, the, what happened is that uh, one, of the, one of the pipes that fed the diesel to the engine burst, and all uh, the fuel yeah. went on top of the engine oh, and just uh, went. Yeah. Right? And so all of a sudden, the firefighters are running past us. They're scrambling. And uh, we took one of the stairwells up to the kids' center. And to our horror, all the kids are running around and playing like nothing had happened. And now at this point, the captain got on, and he's like, this is not a drill. Everybody cheer your muster stations. It's oh time to gosh. go. And this is back before the days that kids had the, the bracelets that told you what, what um, muster station they needed to go to. So now you've got this like, like oh, no. angry mob oh, of like man. 30 parents banging the kids center down trying to get their kid because they're panicking at this point, right? Oh. So everybody, everybody, the kids were good. We sat them down. We're like, this is just like a fire drill at school. They were so good. We got them all out except for one. And I'll never forget she was eight years old and her name was Erin. And so I put a life jacket on her. And this point, the captain's on the PA. He's like, we're abandoning ship. I'm like, oh, my God, where is this girl's parent? What? Yeah. Oh, so I tried to pick her up, but I couldn't pick her up with my life jacket on. And I can't remember if it was a member of management or who it was. But they said that you, you if you walk out that door, there's going to be serious repercussions. And I went through it. I took my life jacket off, scooped her up, got out into the passenger hallways where all hell had broken loose. Wait, so you when you, if you walk out what door there's going to be like what repercussions or like they well, were like I, you're going I to be had, in trouble i was supposed to have my life jacket on but like i said i couldn't pick up the kid with oh. my life jacket on and hers on right but i think it was more like a, a moment of panic instead of like you're in trouble you can't do that right yeah because we didn't know what we were doing and we didn't know what was happening so I couldn't get down the passenger stair- stairwell because it was, it was all clogged and people were panicking. So I made it down. I ducked into the crew stairwell and I start running down the outside deck. And I don't know how I knew, but one of the, his name was Andre and he was, uh, I can't remember. I think he was stage staff. Anyway, so the dad of this kid had his shirt like this and his arm cocked, ready to punch him. And I knew, I knew it was the kid's dad. So I ran up to them as fast as I could and I pushed the kid into the mom's arms and that was that. And so so the ship, the, the firefighters put the fire out. Um, the ship didn't end up sinking, but it almost did because three out, I think three out of the engines melted down. Wow. Um, and then we had to take all the passengers into the theater um, overnight, which was a little difficult because everybody was panicking and crying. But the one thing I do remember that was funny, when I was running to my muster station, I ran through the casino, and Gerard will probably remember this too, all the people that were still playing slots. <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to pull these people off, and we're like, the ship is sinking. Just oh one more, just God. one more. Oh, just one yeah. more pull. I feel like, you're going to 
Don't go there. Like, move. Oh, my God. That's just crazy. I, You know, it's unbelievable what people will do and not pay attention to instructions. That it's, is, I never heard that. I never heard that in the news. I never no. saw that anywhere. Gerard, what were you doing in all this? Where were you at? Yeah, as Anita said, it was formal night. And uh, being a photographer, I was actually busy taking photos. And my backdrop was the um, atrium stairs, the main staircase coming down. And um, I, I'll never forget it. I had like three ladies, had them lined up. I was about to take a photograph. And this obviously, you know, the calls came over the PA. And the moment they said engine room in there, because they then said the location of the fire. Um, you know, I was fire assistance team. So I had to muster to my spot right in the bow of the ship i just stood there and i'm like okay this is it and i actually handed my camera to the to the guests and i'm like can you just hold this for a minute i'll be right back <laughs> and i ran past them up the stairs to get to uh, the to deck seven and um as i was running i was taking the bow tie off because i had tuxedo on and they just stood there as i looked back with the camera they looked quite silly and very disorientated not knowing what to do you know because it wasn't for it wasn't a call for guests it's obviously a call for crew only to must have right. to go and yeah. um, i don't know how long they stood there for, but one of the photographers said eventually they walked over and just grabbed the camera from them because they were just standing there holding the camera not knowing what to do look i got a free camera yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there was there shit was there smoke or anything that filled the ship not in this part of the ship I think the way they vented it, because obviously the ventilation system and stuff, um, you know, had to come on and switch off certain vents and that. Um, they directed it through the chimneys, obviously, you know, the normal. So most of the smoke was coming through there and was through the I-95, through the photo lab. The photo lab was just on top of the fire. So we we took a lot of damage um, in the photo lab as well due to heat. Did you get any um, pictures or anything? No. Well, we did. They did ask us to take photographs of the engine room for insurance. But I mean, obviously that they kept. We could never get away with it. Yeah. Wow. And home back in the day. So. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody, I mean, have I, I've been through a couple of fires on board. Have you guys, everybody else been through a fire board? No, no, nope. not a fire. Oh. Well, I, I take it back. There was one where, where we were still sadly, I think at the very last stages of dumping the trash overboard in the middle of the night um, in the shipping lanes or we got in trouble for that or whatever, but there was, there was a couple of bags in the, in the trash container that caught fire, but that was like 15 minute thing, but no, no big fires. We had a man overboard, Mr. Mob, Mr. Mob aft port. You know, we had, we had one of those and that was when I was on song of America, we had a very similar fire to that in the engine room, uh, the fuel line into one of the engines burst and the whole room went up in flames and we were on the way to Jamaica. It happened early in the morning, like at five in the morning or something like that. And I think, I don't remember if it was that one because I've been on two fires on Song of America, but I don't remember if, I think it was this one where, um, yeah, this was the one where the announcements in the Koreas were Norwegian because all the officers were Norwegian. And every, we, we were all like, what the hell's going on? And I, the casino people had been up all night. So they were the banging on everybody's door. Get out, get out. This is serious, serious. It's more serious than the last one. You know, get up, get up. Yeah, everybody was just kind of like, what the hell's going on here? Um, and eventually they dealt with the fire. They were able to put it out. They just lost, I think, a couple engines. We couldn't go in into Jamaica. And then we didn't have any air conditioning for the rest oh, of the cruise. The <laughs> oh man, it was so bad. And then the captain said, all officers, you're going to go mingle with guests because you have to smooth everything over. So oh, we're, right. yeah. So we had to go out in passenger areas and talk to passengers and, and, you know, in full evening uniform without air conditioning. Everything it was is okay. Atrocious. Have some it more alcohol. Alcohol <laughs> is was, on me. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> um, and it and it did make the local news in Miami. It, they had a picture of the ship, you know, limping into port, wow. and they just they just put a big generator on the back deck on the crew deck for the next voyage. We didn't miss a voyage. They just put a big generator in the back and we kept going wow that's crazy hey uh, gerard um any stories that you have any uh, uh crazy photo i know the photogs like to drink huh <laughs> but he she said bonnie i don't know if i want to tell the story we can go with it <laughs> i was more thinking one of our cabin parties um, you tell any right. story Juan. i'm just teasing you yeah well wait a minute we want to hear about gandhi <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so my name is uh, Gerard and this is my ship story. Um, so we had a crew party and Anita's going to have to help me with this because I can't really remember everything that night as crew parties go. Um, Indian Independence Day and they had it in the crew bar for us. And this is also on the Nordic um, Empress actually. And they, uh, the chefs or the cooks, the Indian guys actually carved out, you know, out of the watermelons, all their like past influences like Gandhi and, you know, whoever else was spotted. I mean, I think most of us just remember Gandhi, but they had all of this carved out on the watermelons, uh, the faces and actually really well done. And uh, Gandhi you know, on a watermelon? Yeah, like the face they did the carving oh, yeah, yeah. on the watermelon. Yeah, so it was actually, it looked really cool. Anyway, so as the party went uh, towards the end of the evening, um, as where parties go to crew, crew parties, to uh, crew cabin parties. So there's a cabin party to be happening. On the way down, we like, think Gandhi needs to come along for this party. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we tried to make a little distraction between, it was myself, Anita, and a few other friends. And we're like, no, let's create a distraction. We're going to steal Gandhi and get away with this. So we stole Gandhi, took the watermelon. I had to be on my back and we ran for the crew elevator. And as fast as the wind. And that was and a full-size watermelon? Yeah, it's a full-size watermelon wow. with gunny. Wow. It's kind of like running through the ship like rugby or something. Yeah. And um, we got to the crew elevator. Now we're waiting for the elevator to take us down so we can escape. And um, as the doors open, we get in. It's like typical movie scene. As the doors are about to close, somebody stops it and it's Indian crew. So here I'm standing in the back of the elevator with this watermelon behind my back in the corner and they talking and be like, yeah, yeah, just trying to cover it so they don't see we stole Gandhi. And we've got like seven or eight decks to go down before we get into the I-95. And then our cabin where the party was supposed to be was on the aft side, or was on the bow, and we were completely on the back of the ship. So we had to still make through the whole I-95 to get to the cabin. <clears throat> and uh, we made it safely. Uh, didn't get caught. And then, of course, the party carried on. And I can't remember if it was this night, Anita, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's the night we closed the fire screen door into our corridor. Oh. oh. I think I so. That's not a good idea. So our corridor came straight out of the I-95. Mm -hmm. And so there were six cabins. And, and then it was a fire storage locker. So we had a fire screen door that we can close. And of course, if you close those, the oh, alarms go off. I do remember yeah. this. Yes. So And that we sounds like an alarm to the bridge, right? Yeah. So we, were, we were having a party. We probably like, I don't know, 30, 40 plus people that's in that area between six cabins. We had music loud and we like, you can see down the I-95. So we're like, no, let's close the door. Get us some privacy, you know, <laughs> not think. <laughs> At this stage, things got really out of hand. So crew was, we were taking bottles of beer and throwing each other with beer, like, you know, wetting each other. And then ice, we had a big ice bucket. We were having an ice fight. And one of my friends threw ice at another crew member, you know, we're laughing, joking, whatever. And as he threw it, this fire screen door opens and it's a security office and the ice hits the security. <laughs> 
50 people just disappears into the cabins, like, whoa, the corridor's empty. <laughs> like, nobody's around. Just, I don't know what's just, going on. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, I'm sorry. Like, this is not, like, I'm sorry. And he starts writing down names. And he's, where's the other people? And as he opens the door, there's, like, nobody to be found in the cabins. They just disappear. So, obviously, you guys remember the little... Um, curtains you've got yeah mm-hmm. we had people on the beds like probably 10 people per bed with curtains closed <laughs> we had i think i went into my cabin and i opened the bathroom door and as i opened it like people just fell on top of me i fell down <laughs> they were in the toilet hiding from security i think there must be 20 people in that small crew bar. so anyway needless to say we got into serious trouble for it never got fired though i mean back then they were very lax of the rules you know um, and i think we messed it up for a lot of people that came after us uh, they got much stricter now these days uh, oh, yeah. on ships which is a good thing you know, for safety and that well the but, funny um, thing yeah, is i keep hearing that that they're a lot stricter now but so far the people that we've talked to that stayed after us it sounded like it wasn't too different from when we sailed on board like what you're explaining that was you know almost 10 years after i sailed and it seemed like it was still pretty lax listen it is i mean that yes and no so you're not allowed to go beyond uh, over 0.08 so it's right, pretty much right. a beer if you drink a beer and you go more than that they'll breathalyze you get fired immediately do you know when that do you know when that breathalyzing started because it wasn't around when we were on board they didn't have that when we were there no. You know, same in the early 2000s, it wasn't. And I think it was about 2004, around about there, yeah. three, four, um, you know, right. after us. After yeah. my first, second, first, second. And then after that, it was seriously strict. You know, they would check it out. But, you know, again, they'll let it slide for a bit. If the guys aren't beyond drunk, like if right. you can still focus, you know, they can see you're a little bit tiffy, maybe. The security will let it go. But we all know you make friends with security first when you board the ship, right? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I got that note to do that. But, you know, I guess no matter how you look at it, 10 shots of Akavit or, or Jägermeister, doesn't matter what's going on. You There's no way you can walk straight. Well, Brad will probably walk straight, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow that is that is uh that is pretty crazy you guys have any other stories uh, anita um well ha- actually gerard let me ask you this uh, without naming names of uh, yachts or anything like that but any uh any fun stuff happen on the private yachts yes um <clears throat> you know we uh it, it's more land-based so obviously you know the yacht's not big enough to have a crew bar or anything like that uh, we're much smaller crew but yeah we we also we have that family feeling you know it's it's because it's just us it's up to 10 20s you know 30 crew but yeah some good stories happening on land um mostly in the places but i mean you, you know i can't really go into that from my side at the moment have you ever seen the the reality show below deck i have yes ha- have and, you guys uh, been on that or um i wouldn't mind you know if they ever asked me to come on board i would probably do something like that i don't know but um yeah i've worked on yachts uh, that size good fun it nails it i would say what happens on ships i mean it's, it's it was good, good, good to watch again. You know, just to see how things are handled on different boats and the captains and that. And uh-huh. um, Anita, any other stories? Uh, have any uh, bad run-ins with the passengers or uh, tours or almost missed the ship coming back or anything? Oh yeah, there was that one time. Yeah, I, I mean, you had bun- bad run-ins with the with the, the the passengers, but you know, for the most part, they were pussy cats. You kind of calm them down after a while. But I remember this one time when I was working on the Sovereign of the Seas, and I was with a pianist called. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, we had been in uh, Port Canaveral and we were driving the rental car back to the ship and he got pulled over for speeding and the cop was taking his time and you could literally see the ship from across the bridge and the smokestacks were going. 
and the ship was set to leave at four o'clock and by now it's like 3.58. I'm oh, crying. No. I'm like, my career's over. We're going to miss the ship. So we finally hands Tony was his name. Finally hands Tony the ticket and we, I was just like, just drive. Thanks for the ticket. There's no way. There's no way that we're going to make, I'm like, just drive as fast as you can. So he squeals out of there. We get to the port. We park it. We run up to the ship. They literally have the gangway and they're pulling it up. And we just looked at each other and we ran as fast as we could and we jumped onto the ship. Oh, wow. And the staff, yeah, without the gangway, and the staff captain was there and he's like, don't you ever pull anything like that again. And then he saw me crying my eyes out and he was like, just go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Have you guys, do you guys remember um, uh, when you said you jumped onto the gangway, uh, a, a, uh, when the, boat pilot because i didn't know at the time that the captain doesn't pull the ship in and pull it out Mm -hmm. you know they have the pilot that comes out i mean we all know this and but i didn't know it at the time i didn't know how dangerous of a job this pilot is where this small boat comes on the side of the ship and this the the pilot jumps onto the ship and then he runs up and he you know pulls it parks it turns it around parks it and stuff but uh watching that was just uh, that was the wildest thing because like on a seventy four thousand ton you know thousand foot long ship an eight foot wave nine foot wave is not really that big of a deal but when you're on a boat next to it and it's going like this and they judge the time where they have to jump or you get smashed, man, that was just crazy. Yeah, we, I had a similar um, experience actually. Um, and maybe Eric, you will remember from princess days, they used to send us up in a helicopter in Panama. I don't know if you knew that, but when we go through Panama, um, canal a photographer and a videographer got to go in the helicopter and transition yeah through we did it well it was back 2007 and it was the 30th of december and we're transitioning through we're on our way to acapulco they send myself and the videographer up in a helicopter his name was anthony he's from australia it was an amazing experience you know to see everything out of the sky following the ship going through the locks taking the photos and beautiful but then what happened was um you know we had to get off the ship on a pilot boat in the morning at four and then they'll t- take us to the airport. We'll get into the helicopter and we'll do the trip. And then the same thing, we'll come back in the afternoon and port agent was supposed to pick us up, was supposed to, and then, you know, back on a boat and join the vessel. Um, neither of us could speak proper Spanish. I think I tried. The guy wanted to give me a beer, which is the necessary thing to know in Spanish. <laughs> and um, yeah, so nobody came to pick us up. But it was a Sunday as well. So obviously nobody's really working on a Sunday. It's 30th of December. No port agent to be seen. Eventually, somebody came. You know, we try and explain and somebody came and picked us up. But at this stage, the ship's already out and they were doing like 16 17 knots and they put us on this little tugboat going six or seven knots and we just following and the ships is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller on the horizon and we're like oh my god we cannot not be on the ship because tomorrow is a sea day and then the day after that's only in punta arenas in uh, costa rica and uh, we were like that there's no ways we cannot be on the ship you know we need to document the stuff on there as well it can't be done a photographer and a videographer so i mean the tug couldn't go faster and the ship is at uh, cruising speed and i started radioing in 
to the bridge and I'm like, please, you know, island, it was the island princess actually. Mm-hmm. And call them, call them. And eventually they responded. They're like, okay, hang tight. We're going to see what we can do. The South African was dating the hotel director at the time. Hotel director was Italian. Obviously all the bridge crew is Italian. And Who, who, who were they? Like, I'm just curious who the captain was because I'm sure that I know him. Captain Poggi. I don't know. It's oh, Poggi. Yes, yes, him. yes. I'm, captain Poggi. Yeah. I think it was him. I, I think it was him on them. Um, and um, so the captain circle girl was kept, uh, you know, the CCP girl was dating the hotel director and she's like you can't leave mm-hmm. Gerard behind please you know this fellow South African and she pleaded for my life basically he went to the bridge and they eventually they stopped the, the ship for us and uh, we could <laughs> it took us like a good 40 minutes still to get to them <laughs> you know it was like oh, wow. oh, oh. and oh, wow. we actually bought it you know and we had to climb on at sea and I tell you with that waves as you mentioned it's not an easy transition yeah came from the you pilot. step no. off wrong and and you get you know that boat will like yeah so we had a little welcoming party um, <laughs> yeah the chief uh, security was John I think on most most of them name is John you know? yeah it is it always seems like the all security officers are called John John yeah on princess definitely it was a, a gentleman from Wales and he was standing there he was a short guy but you know, he had quite a temper on him. He was red in the face. The photo manager was Paul. Um, Eric, I don't know if you know uh, Macaulay, Paul Macaulay, if you remember that name. It, it, I do. The name sounds familiar. The interesting thing is that when I was at Princess, I managed the scheduling teams. So I, my teams did all the scheduling for all the crew coming in on and off the ships. Well, I mean, when you're talking about joining, I think we all have stories about getting, arriving late to the ship. So I have one in St. Thomas. I was, uh, Mike Webster had come on and I was handing over to him on Sovereign of the Seas as well. And we were uh, doing the Eastern Caribbean. We went, we decided to go golfing. I don't know why I'm not a good golfer. I just couldn't even play anymore. So I just <laughs> gave up at the 13th hole. On the way back, the dangerous thing to do was to take a cab because on the way back, there are no cabs out there by the time we got back uh the the crew gangway was gone and the passenger gangway was being taken up right so just like you did we had to jump they were they were putting in stores and the ship was right next to the dock and we ran and jumped onto the ship for like I'm, we were about 10 minutes away from sail sail time and of course the staff captain was all pissed off and you know was mad at us but i was like eh, it's my last week you know on board no big deal <laughs> awesome well uh all right guys i think we're out of time for this show so once again i uh, i love having you guys on here uh, i'm you. so glad to make a connection with anita party that yeah. name will live <laughs> on and on through the the podcast and the facebook if you guys haven't already you know make sure you you follow us on Facebook and then uh, we're on all of the, you know, platforms on the podcast and stuff. So, you know, listen to the stories and a lot of this stuff will trigger more, even more memories. We might have to have you back on to tell some more stories. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And thanks for getting up early, Gerard, or going to sleep late. I'm not sure what the case may be. <laughs> Early, it's actually uh, 4.43 a.m. at the moment, but it's, it's fine. I've got a big day on the yacht today. Um, so I get uh, myself and the crew will be polishing the hull today. So uh, it's all good. I was going to say that sounds like fun, but no, it doesn't. That doesn't Not sound like fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank, Thank you, you guys. So much. Appreciate okay. Well. Nice right. to meet you all. We'll see you again sometime. Oh. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video, 
please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member, and if you have a story that you would like to tell, or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!